This is Gravy with the Movies and Hip Hop Podcast. Actually, we're doing all things television, film, and hip hop. But anything black culture content. Let's get into it. Let's talk about Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. is a somewhat polarizing figure these days. Be that as it may, when we take a look at his film resume and the work he's delivered for three decades, few really match up to the longevity. From playing trade at work at the mall to playing a memorable yet dignified radio to a superb yet memorable OJ. Cuba was not just good. He was great. I mean, I look at him like the Vince Carter of black film. His talent was always undeniable, a first ballot talent. And his longevity places him in rarefied air, just like Eric Cannon himself, who was the only player to play 22 seasons and play them effectively. Their birth solidified early. VC came in dominant as a rookie and was legendary by his second season in the 2000 dunk contest. They both have had Hall of Fame highlight moments, but they're rarely mentioned with the greats as much as they should. When the stage was set, they performed, and their respective transcendent careers cannot be left out of the story. Cuba Gooding has just as much talent and skills as Denzel and Wesley, but in retrospect, he blows Wesley out the water due to how long he's done it. Let's be real. Wesley's best years were the early 90s, and his peak was Blade. And although Wesley is a hood favorite, none of his performances have been critically acclaimed. Although if you ask me, his performance at Sidney Dean was a masterpiece. That was like, what, 93? Cuba's range is underrated. And honestly, is where he shines the most beyond his peers. I mean, I could see Denzel playing the smooth Trey Styles and Boys in the Hood. I can even see Wesley playing the boisterous athlete in Jerry Maguire. Like he did so well in White Man Can't Jump. But I really can't see either of them having the range to play radio as well as Cuba did. In addition, let's look at Men of Honor, which is a straight classic. Came out in year 2000. Now, year 2000 is a crazy year for just film and television. Uh, people thought the world was going to end uh, before the internet really was everywhere. So it was just like high quality content everywhere. Music, movies, TV. It was just great. Year 2000 was a great year. I digress. Directed by George Tillman Jr., Cuba stands opposite Robert De Niro in one of the best films and one of the best ever years of film in 2000. Men of Honor is on par of a performance with some of Denzel's best work and more powerful than anything Wesley has ever done. No disrespect to Nito Brown. Let's take a minute to appreciate some scenes. Man, the Navy diver is not a fighting man. He is a salvage expert. Ten. If it's lost underwater, he finds it. If it's sunk, he brings it up. If it's in the way, he moves it. Eleven. If he's lucky, he will die young 200 feet beneath the waves, for that is the closest he will ever get to being a hero. Hell, I don't know why anybody want to be a Navy diver. <laughs> Now you report to this line, Cookie. Alice, 
Cuba Gooding Jr.'s comedic timing and physical act- acting is incredible and sorely underrated. His portrayal as a gay art dealer in 1998, as good as it gets, stands the test of time as one of the most of one of his most memorable characters and of the movie, actually. Kind of underrated. Uh, he should have got nominated for that as well. The film swept the best actor and actresses categories in the award shows with Greg Kinnear deserving his plethora of supporting actor nods. But Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character in that movie is as dynamic and as dynamic and pivotal to that film as any other character, as his interactions with Nicholson are some of the best of the film. He's exuberant and overtly proud gay black male character that wasn't stereotypically flamboyant, was a unicorn at the times. You know, we're talking about 98, you know what I'm saying? And you know, we still putting out these movies and TVs where like the old white guys, like the lovable racist uh, who doesn't really learn anything. Everyone just accepts him because he's like an old white guy. But uh, Cuba, that was one of the first gay characters I saw on screen where they weren't overly flamboyant, uh, especially uh, a black gay character. Uh, it was very nuanced. So past as good as it gets past the um jerry Maguire days uh we see him get get into a little cash grab which he kind of deserves like 2001's ensemble movie rat race with whoopi goldberg and mr bing amongst others but that's all you really need to know uh i saw the rat race in the theaters and as a kid i was literally utterly entertained uh, the next year, he then releases Snow Dogs in 2002, which was a moment for a lot of youth, to be honest. And if you think about it, a black man being a lead in a children's movie, not about mentoring inner city youth, is so fucking rare. It also grossed over $100 million worldwide, which is insane as well. And I don't know if at the time, Denzel or Wesley could have done a children's movie that grossed over $100 million. Will Smith pre-bitch slap for sure, though. Continuing to work steadily throughout the 2000s and 2010s, appearing in a few gems like Red Tails, American Gangster, and Selma. Uh, side note, American Gangster is one of the best gangster films, if not the best of the 21st century, and is a small part. And his small part as Nicky Barnes was on fire. Vinny Johnson, microwave type shit. Uh, let's take a look at American Gangster scene. Blue magic. That is trademark infringement. You understand what I'm saying? Do respect, Frank. If I buy something, I own it. No, that ain't true. That ain't true. Car, I want to paint it. I can paint the Yeah, but you don't have to. This is what I'm saying to you, Nick. You don't have to. It's good enough the way it is. You can make enough money off it the way it is just by calling it Blue Magic. Anything more than that is greed, son. What do you want, Frank? You want me to change the name on it? I would have to insist that you change the name. Fine by me, Frank. I, uh, I call it Red Magic. Dang. Even though that don't sound as good. I don't give a fuck what you call it. Put a chokehold on the <laughs> motherfucker and call it Blue Dog Shit. You know what I mean? I don't care. Just don't let me catch you doing this again. Catch me? Infringement? Insist? I don't like these words as much as please. Thank you. I'm sorry to bother you, Nikki. These are better words you use. You come to my motherfucking club without an invitation. Hear me? Love American Gangster. Love American Gangster. Great film. Uh, Denzel was snubbed again for the Oscars. In 2016, he will be nominated for an Emmy as Best Lead Actor for his portrayal as O.J. Simpson in the American Crime Story series. 
This moment was his last great big accomplishment in a long lasting career, showing he's still putting up good minutes 30 years into his career. Cuba Gooding Jr. is the Vince Carter of black film without a doubt. His talent was undeniable, playing in the same era as some of the greatest at his positions. He still stood out amongst them. We're talking about Denzel, Wesley, Will, the Wayne's Tang clan, Larry Fishburne, Don Cheadle, Silk Cosart. It was funny. But there's just a lot of lot of young black talent in the nineties and you know, he was definitely one of the best. When you look at Vince Carter at the time, he was in the game. You're talking Kobe. You're talking T-Mac. You're talking AI, D-Wade. That was Vince Carter's era. And that's just shooting guard. All right, so that's it. Cuba Gooding Jr. is the Vince Carter of black film. Take a look at our Cuba Gooding playlist. Uh, yeah, man. Great man. Great actor. That's it. Movies and Hip Hop Podcasts.